0: Hey everyone, it's Adam Farkas, welcome to another edition of Wire Radio and today I am on the road out of the basement um, and in Boston at the AOA annual meeting and uh, we have an interesting interview for you guys this morning. So today I'd like to welcome Dr. Christina Schneider who's the Global Professional Affairs Director at Johnson & Johnson Vision Care and Dr. Jeffrey Sonsino who everyone knows and loves from the site, he's a regular and he's a member of the AOA's Cornea and Contact Lens Section leadership team. And uh, they're here with me today to discuss a new contact lens that J&J Vision Care just launched um, called AccuVue Vita, or let me use the full name, AccuVue Vita brand contact lenses with HydraMax technology. Um, and so what we're going to do today is talk a little bit about the lens and learn about it since it is brand new and I can't think of two better people to actually discuss this product with since you have real, real world experience with it. So thanks so much for being here today. Pleasure.
1: Adam, you can't see me smiling, but I love hanging out with you and doing these interviews <laughs> with you.
0: <laughs> well, I love being with you in person. You know, it's, it's kind of different doing it remotely, so this is very cool. Um, so, I guess, why don't we just take a second here and, and uh, you sort of introduce you guys and, and, you know, tell us about yourselves and, and how you came involved with the product so far. So, Chris, do you want to start?
2: Yes, yeah, so I've been with um, Johnson & Johnson Vision Care for 17 years now, and I uh, have the privilege of being the global professional affairs lead for the AcuVita team. So I've worked with our R&D colleagues, our marketing colleagues, um, people in the field, so um, very excited to have the opportunity to share our experiences with the group today. Thanks, Adam.
1: Great. And Jeff? Uh, I'm in Nashville, Tennessee. I'm a private practitioner. Uh, I was in academic medicine for 12 years prior to this. And since going into private practice, I've had a lot more opportunity to interact with industry. Um, I had the opportunity to participate in J&J's professional advisory board for this product and I was also in the first group of doctors to receive the Acuvue Vita brand fitting set. I actually placed the first commercial order for this lens in the world after successfully fitting a few patients on day one. Thank you. <laughs>
0: Great, um, so I guess, uh, Chris, maybe you can lead off you know, the, the chatter about this lens on wire has been very strong since word leaked out about it, I guess, last week. So can you give us um, some insight as to why, after all this time, you're releasing a monthly lens? Right.
2: Yeah, so th- there, were chatter, there was chatter inside as well, just so you know. So this is, <laughs> this is a, a popular conversation. So I think everyone is, has probably heard us lately. At Johnson & Johnson Vision Care, we're, we spend a lot of time and research trying to understand the needs of our patients. And we think this helps us develop better products. But it also helps us provide guidance to doctors because they are able to better match the contact lens products to the needs of their patients. And throughout our history, we've focused on new product innovation exclusively in the shorter is better space, daily disposal and two-week modalities. And we really do believe that more frequent replacement lenses are better for patients when you consider everything. And, you know, nothing has changed about that belief. But we've looked at the market and we know that there are patients out there who have a need that would lead the practitioner to wanting to prescribe monthly wear and we also know that the patients want their full value out of these lenses they want to be able to wear them the full month with minimal lens awareness so you look at our portfolio and obviously we haven't been able to meet the needs of those patients but when we looked at what our competitors doing we also learned that they're probably not fully meeting the needs either what we found is that many of these monthly patients are experiencing a comfort decline as their month goes along. And as we did a deeper dive into these experiences, we learned that over two-thirds of these monthly wearers are experiencing some comfort-related issues. And if you take that group of patients, 84% of them are doing something to get through their month. We're calling them compensating behaviors. And that could be re drops, could be taking breaks removing lenses, cleaning them, or even sticking their finger in their eye and moving around, which doesn't make me very comfortable. And then they're, they're frustrated, they're inconvenienced, and they're annoyed. You know, over 80% of people were telling us that these are things that they're experiencing. And then finally, the piece that as a practitioner was really concerning to me is they're not saying anything. 73% of these people are not planning to tell their professionals because they think either it's something they did It's just normal because they must have the best lens on the market, so what else out there is there? Or if I say something, they're gonna make me stop wearing lenses. So we're calling those people the silent sufferers. And I think this is why it's really difficult for us as practitioners to really see the magnitude of the problem that's out there. A lot of these patients are dissatisfied and they're saying nothing. Right? So AcuVita with Hydromax Technology was designed by our scientists based on these insights about what the needs are looking at our chemistry and really trying to figure out, can we really bring a lens to market that provides these patients this reliable, superior comfort all month long? So that's sort of the story that got us into the product.
0: Great, and so Jeff, what's your experience? You have a pretty big contact lens practice. You see lots and lots of patients out there in the fields. Does your experience kind of jive with that?
1: Yeah. First, I have to set the stage a little bit and and talk about Chris because she won't toot her own horn. So, Chris is a diplomate in the cornea contact lens and refractive therapy section of the academy.
2: As is Jeff, by the way.
1: And I've known her for many years. I've known her to be the most ethical and knowledgeable optometrist. I go to her all the time uh, with stuff nothing to do with J&J for advice. And so. You know, I do agree with Chris, you know, I'm fortunate that my patient population is very well educated and of a little bit higher income. Many of my patients are affiliated with the university that sits about two blocks from our practice, where there's also an academic medical center. I also emphasize daily disposable lenses, but for a a variety of reasons, there are patients for whom the modality just isn't right. Maybe it's cost, maybe it's the perceived environmental impact, I think there are people that, who are just better suited for monthlies. So sometimes when I'm in my exam, you know, I feel like it's difficult for patients to fully communicate their comfort issues. I love to use this technique that is so powerful. It's, in fact, it's called the powerful pause. I always ask the patient how they're doing in their lenses. And of course, what does the patient say? Fine. You know, a- anyone who's listening who's married knows that when your wife says she's doing fine, you are in big, big trouble. Oh yeah. (laughs) Adam, back me up on that. Absolutely. (laughs) So, you know, my response to the patient at that point is, really? And I just wait. And it's in that pause that they feel a little bit uncomfortable, and then they'll start to tell me what's really bothering them. End of the day discomfort is a big one. You'll hear that a lot, but if you listen really, really carefully, you'll hear that end of the wear cycle is also a problem. Patients don't always identify that issue because they're not thinking the way that we are. It takes just a few extra seconds during the exam to draw out that kind of response, but that will pay big dividends in that doctor-patient relationship and making sure that that patient feels like you are really listening to them.
0: Chris, I've got a question for you. So this is a, quote, monthly lens. So what do you really mean by monthly? So you know, we,
2: we talked about these experiences that these patients are having. They're, they're having a decline through the month. And we looked at all the literature and the scientists in this field who've been looking at this. And people have have cited lens hydration as the most probable cause. We still have a lot to learn about that. But this lens awareness and this discomfort is, we think, what is stemming from this hydration. So when we say monthly, what we're looking for is we want a lens that isn't just labeled as a monthly, but one that actually delivers on that all-month-long comfort. So this insight made our scientists go back to the lab, and we, you know, we have a particular tool set of chemistry items to work with, but they looked at making HydroMax technology something that will actually deliver on that need. What they came up with was a new formulation. It's a non-coated silicon hydrogel formulation, and they've balanced the ingredients so that we can maximize hydration and also maintain it throughout the lens all month long. So the, the goal of a month was, was really central to this project. The new material is called Cenafilcon c So it has a new USAN name, the name by the U.S. Adopted Names Council, and we had to submit a 510 k with clinical data to the FDA. So truly a new space for us and a new material. So you know, we had this idea that this reliable, superior comfort all month long was the promise we wanted to deliver. So our chemists went back with our successful line of hydrogels, or sil- silicon hydrogels. You know, We've been in the business for about 15 years, not all of that on the market. But they had these, these goals in mind, and they tweaked the balance of our silicons. We have two different types of silicons. So they slightly increased the more hydrophilic or hydrated type, and they slightly reduced the hydrophobic type. And what this enabled them to do was to incorporate more of our pure long-chain PVP, polyvinyl pyrrolidone, into the material. And that that tweaking is really essential because if you don't do it right, you can compromise the physical properties. So we wanted to maintain the great properties and clinical performance. So that's technically how the Hydromax technology maximizes hydration. So back to your your question about a month, we needed to make sure that lasted for a month and again, our space has been shorter is better. So the the PVP has water loving and lipid loving properties. If you look at the natural tear film, it's exactly the same. So in addition to that effort to maximize the hydration, we knew that PVP could help us manage the lipid layer, again, much like the tear film does. So the PVP helps to homogeneously integrate lipids throughout the lens. And I, I always think of it kind of like a little little highway for the, for the lipids to, to come in and spread out in the lens. So this unique property of being able to integrate the optimal amount of lipids while maintaining a low deposition profile was really important in this monthly space. So these integrated lipids continue to perform their natural beneficial functions of helping reducing evaporation and working with PVP to maintain this hydration all month long. And we had to test whether that actually worked so our scientists went back to the lab and said, you know, we can do it the old fashioned way, which is putting a lens on a scale in air and letting it dry out and measuring it again, which is what historically has happened. That's not eye inspired. So we went back to look at what happens in the eye. In the eye, you have a reservoir of, of tears behind the lens and you have air in front of the lens. So we took four monthly lenses, Acu Vita, Air Optics Aqua, Biofinity, and Ultra, we put them in this apparatus and we were able to measure the perfusion of the fluid through the lens and then also the evaporation off the surface. Evaporation by far drives that equation and what we found in that that study is if you take lenses after they've been worn for 30 days that ex vivo after wear evaporation rate through acuvita was 33 percent lower than the rate of any of the competitor lenses. So that's the that's technical story and i um, inspired basis. And
0: so just to, to summarize for everyone out there, because I know that there are cynical people, and I've seen them already on OD Wire, saying this is the same old thing, just repackaged as something different. So I hope that explanation explains to everyone that this is not the same old thing, just repackaged. This is something brand new. And in fact, I cornered a bunch of people last night at the Vita launch just to, to try to you know, figure out, you know, I got the people who are actually behind the lens, and uh, you know, most people don't realize that these things take years to make. Um, I guess I didn't even realize how many years. So, this has been in development for a long time. This isn't sort of the same old, same old. Um, this is very different.
1: Cynical people on OD Wire? I know, what, I what never a shock, heard right? Of such
0: a thing. <laughs> um, so, so, Jeff, what do you think about this concept of, of lipid integration?
1: Well, I, I love the word that Chris used I inspired. You know, every optometrist on the planet knows that lipids are beneficial for the tear film. That's completely indisputable. We get that from the vast literature on blepharitis. The fact that we're starting a whole conversation about lipids integrating with the contact lenses just flows really well. Hydration and wettability of the front surface of the lens is the first step in good vision. I mean, if you don't have a wettable lens, you're not gonna get the vision. It makes sense to me that lipids play a role in that. If we can help prevent evaporation from the front surface of the lens, it could have a huge impact not just on comfort, but vision too. And you know, one thing that Chris was talking about was how the experiment was set up. I-, I love this. It was elegant, because with solution behind the lens and air on the front surface, the, the experiment creates an excellent representation of the environment of a contact lens on the eye.
0: Right and, uh- Chris, i got a question for you again, a bit more about lipids. So you talked about the lipid integration and, you know, when people hear the word lipids in relation to contact lenses, they're worried about things like deposits, lipid deposits. So can you speak to that fear at all?
2: So that's a great question, Adam, and the answer is no, in short. AcuVita integrates lipids with optimal density and distribution and specifically twice or more the amount of lipids compared to other lenses while maintaining that low deposition profile we were looking for. So we believe that the integration of lipids physically protects them from the environment, and that allows the lipids to remain in their natural state for a longer period of time. If you contrast that to what happens when the lipids remain on the surface of a lens, where they're allowed to aggregate in clusters, and they're exposed to things that can have them be degraded, that can impact contact lens wettability, I think Jeff mentioned this, impacts on vision and comfort, and so our clinical research looked specifically at this concept of lipid integration versus deposits. And what we found at the end of the month, and we did studies over several months, 1.1% of AcuVita lenses developed clinically significant levels of deposits during the month. And additionally, you know, as clinicians, we really wanna look at what we can see in our clinics. So we did a clinical study and it's typical for us. The clinical study had 533 subjects. We had four parallel groups and AcuVita had superior patient ratings for overall comfort versus Aeroptix Aqua, Biofinity, and Ultra, and at the ends of week one, two, three, and four. So we were, we were pretty impressed by that performance. And additionally, in the same study, patients rated their overall quality of vision, and that was also superior for AcuVita versus these other monthly lenses, if you look at the responses over the course of the month. So you wouldn't expect to see this kind of performance if lipid deposition was occurring.
0: And um, so that was in your studies. So I guess where the rubber meets the road is with real patients. And Jeff, you were the one with the first commercial order. So I guess you've been using this lens just about as long as anyone. What have you been seeing so far?
1: So I fit three patients in Vita in the first two days after, refi- after receiving my fitting set. And I fit 15 patients total uh, over the first three weeks that I've had it. And I'm pretty excited about it. I mean, patients have had really good vision and great comfort. But i got to tell you about one of the patients uh, that I fit. He he was actually uh, the the first one who I put in the lens. And he's a good buddy of mine. He's 42 years old. Uh, When he moved to town and I moved to Nashville, uh, we were both single at the time. He actually was my roommate for a period of time. And we would just go out you know, just do, you know, restaurants and go out to bars. And then we'd stay up till four in the morning playing Xbox. I mean, he's one of my closest friends. And he comes to me and says, listen, I'm sick of contact lenses. I'm going to LASIK. And I said, "Ah, you may not want to do that. You're 42 and you're going to be loving it for two years. And then after two years, you're going to need reading glasses. Let's just put you, I've got a new set coming. Why don't we just put you Let's try it one more time. And he's a guy that just didn't want to go to dailies. He, he, he's a monthly replacement uh, wearer and he had just no interest in going to dailies. So I said, well, let's try it. And I put him in the lens. And what I want to do is because he's such a good friend, I got the ultimate feedback. He and I texted back and forth for the first three weeks that he wore the lens. And, and that's essentially where we are now. Um, And so I wanna read to you my text transcript with him because it kinda says it all, right? So we started out and I wrote him and I said, I just heard that the set may not arrive until Thursday afternoon. You may be the first person fit commercially after the clinical trials in the world. And he writes back, wow, so honored. I still think I want surgery. (laughs) So I fit him in the lens and then Unsolicited two days later, he writes me and he says, so far so good, infinitely better two days in. I said, nice, keep pinging me. Six days in, I write him, status update, question mark. He writes, so far so good, liking the new lens. 11 days in, I write him, status, question mark. He says, still way more comfortable. And then I shot back, percentage improvement over the other lens, question mark. He writes back, 100. So 15 days in, I write to him, how are lenses, question mark? He says, still bueno. And then I wrote back, need LASIK, question mark? And he says, ha, probably not. And then the last one was 20 days in, I wrote dot, 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 and question mark. He says, still bueno. Can you call that other rep and tell him I will bring back the other lenses? So, you know, this guy, he's essentially saying, I don't want the other lens that I was in anymore. I want the new lens. And this is unadulterated. I mean, this is, a, this is and we never get this as doctors, but this is the patient's true evolution over the first three weeks of wear. And I bet you if we did this with some other types of lenses, we would start to see a decline after that first week. But what I'm hearing from him in that text transcript is he's doing perfectly fine. In fact, to the point where now he's thinking, I don't need to go get LASIK.
0: Wow, that'd be amazing. And uh, I, I assume you're going to keep trading text messages right over the next several weeks.
1: Well, you know, when I get home, <laughs> I'm going to essentially tell him, you're cut off. I'm sick of hearing from you. <laughs> <laughs> but just because he's my good friend.
0: Oh, my gosh. Well, that's great. Um, so Chris, do you have anything else you, you're sort of excited to tell us about, about the new lens?
2: So Adam, you've, you've
0: opened the door now. Um, I
2: am <laughs> extremely passionate about the topic of UV blocking in contact lenses. So I'm really pleased to say that AccuVue Vita, like other AccuVue brand silicon hydrogel lenses, blocks, uh, meets the Class 1 ANSI standards. So AccuVue Vita blocks 93.4% of UVA rays and 99.8% of UVB rays. So the, the class one UV blocking standard is the highest level of protection. It was originally developed for people who had um, special needs um, in, in my days. I'm a little older than Jeff. That was when we had a um, But for anyone who spends any significant amount of time outside, that's what the class one standard is for. And you know, the interesting thing is that there's no other monthly lens that meets really any effective UV blocking standard. So I'm very excited that we're the first and only to offer that protection or that blocking.
1: You know, I gotta say, so this is something we've never really been able to offer in a monthly lens. So a lot of us essentially just didn't talk about it. And we didn't talk about it because it was too confusing to say, okay, you know, we have UV blocking in a daily disposable, we have it in two weeks, but but, but we don't have it in a monthly lens. So I think a lot of us just didn't say anything about it. Now that we have it over the whole range of modalities, I think it's gonna be a lot easier of a conversation. You know, I have to tell you about one more patient that was in my original 15, and this is a patient who came to see me religiously, who comes to see me every year religiously because she has a choroidal nevus. And she is very concerned about that, and rightfully so. You know, the the conversion rate to neoplasm is not something to be taken lightly. And so she's been a very good sunglass wearer, this year when I saw her, I mentioned to her, hey, you know what, we can change your monthly lens into a new one that has UV blocking. She was all over it. And it's so funny because it's not typically something I would have thought of you know, bringing up to patients, but this one in particular, because she was so concerned about it, I brought it up, and to see her reaction to it, it was a no-brainer. You know, I, I consider myself a, a, a really good sunglass wearer. But there's always going to be times when I'm not wearing sunglasses. So, you know, for example, at this conference, I was walking between the convention center and the hotel, and I didn't have my sunglasses, so I'm being exposed. With a a, a contact lens that blocks UV, it's an always-on strategy, so I'm always still going to recommend that people wear sunglasses on top of a UV-blocking lens, but the fact that you know, it's always on. If they don't wear those sunglasses, I feel a little bit more protected.
0: Right. And so I guess my question for you, Jeff, would be, you know, you've seen the first 15, including your good buddy, and things have gone swimmingly. So the question I have for you is going forward now, you know, when you get back home and you get back to your practice, how do you see integrating this lens into your practice?
1: What I'm gonna tell patients, what I'm going to tell patients, and what I have been telling my patients is to expect a little bit better comfort initially, but really where you're gonna notice the improvement is in the comfort at after week one, after week two, after week three. That's where this lens really is gonna shine. My expectation is that Vita's probably gonna replace the other silicone hydrogel monthly lenses in our practice. And that's due mostly like 90% to the technology that went into the lens and the performance that, that comes out of that. 10% of this has to be because of the company that introduced it. J&J has been aligned with optometry on the issues that are really gonna face us going into the future when it comes to the future of our profession. And this is a company that puts money back into CE, into meetings like AOA this year, and it has consistently been on the side of the practitioner that has to factor into your decision making somewhat.
0: Absolutely. And uh, so, Chris, if we have listeners who want to learn more uh, about the AcuVivita with Hydromax technology, um, or they want to get diagnostics set, how do they go about doing it?
2: Okay, well, I, I will answer that question, but I first just wanted to thank Jeff for his kind words and also point out that he's not only a member of the Cornean Contact Lens Section, he's actually the new chair of the, the Cornean Contact Lens Section of the AOA. He's very active in the academy and the diplomate, so I'm, I'm really honored to be here, and it means a lot that, that you said those kind words about our company and about our lens, so thank you for that. But,
1: but there's a reason for that, Chris. You know, I don't say kind words about every company, as Adam knows. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I've heard. <laughs> So anyway, to to answer the question that was posed, um, you know, Johnson & Johnson Vision Care is always striving to advocate on behalf of of patient health, doctor-patient relationship, and we want to make sure that we have the best products available to you guys at all times. So the the best way if you want to get a hold of this product, or in fact any product in our, our portfolio, is to first reach out to your Johnson & Johnson Vision Care sales representative or territory business manager. You can also visit AccuViewProfessional.com, so we have information there about this new product and others, and you can also contact our customer service team and they can hook you up with um, either a fitting set or or a call from a territory business manager. So AccuView Vita will be available nationally Tuesday, July 5th, so I hope you all have a chance to try it, and, and thanks again, Adam, for the time um, with you today. It was great.
0: Excellent. Well, thanks, thanks so much for being here. And I guess if anyone has any questions, you know, this, this will be up on ODYR, so feel free to ask away, and hopefully you guys can come onto the site, and uh, we can keep the conversation going.
2: I'm looking forward to meeting your basement in Lake Oswego, Oregon.
0: Yes, we have to have is. you there, too, the, <laughs> the, the, you know, the basement, but it's ODYR headquarters, right? Okay, I'm in, sorry. In quotes. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks again, everyone, and uh, I guess we'll see you online. Thanks, Adam. Thanks, Jeff.